Welcome to the Great Communicators podcast presented by the MIT Office of Graduate Education, a professional development podcast expressly designed to bring lessons from the field to our graduate student researchers. My name is Adam Greenfield, and in today's episode, let's talk about a subject that, within the scientific community, is a pretty significant aspect of written communication. Today, we're going to talk about publishing, but we're not going to talk about how to get published in the sense of what sort of guidelines publications are looking for. Instead, we're going to focus on how to engage your peers and readers and also understand how writing helps you, the communicator, have a clearer, stronger grasp on your research. Not only does publishing help ensure your ideas are reviewed by your peers, but it also cultivates new ideas and discussions. And all of these reasons are why our speaker in today's show is a big, big fan of publishing. I think publishing is really great. That's Professor Yang Xiao Horn, and she's a W.M. Keck professor of energy at MIT. She also teaches material science engineering and mechanical engineering, and her area of expertise is in developing storage technologies. Professor Xiao Horn is no stranger to publishing either. Just in 2016 alone, some of her publication titles include Descriptors of Oxygen Evolution Activity for Oxides, a Statistical Evaluation, Anionic Redox Processes for Electrochemical Devices, Optimizing Nanoparticle Perovskite for Bifunctional Oxygen Electrocatalysts, pH Dependence on OER Activity of Oxides, Current and Future Perspectives. You know, just to name a few. And these publications range from Journal of Physical Chemistry to Ceramics International. All in all, Professor Xiao Horn has been publishing knowledge and work for 20 years. Sounds like someone has a pretty decent grasp on what it takes to write for publications. <laughs> so I really enjoy publishing. And I think for, you know, number one reason is that uh, when we write things down, we can uh, think, at least for me, I can think more clearly and make arguments um, more rigorously. Uh, and uh, and put the work much more in context, right? So this is uh, essentially the dominant uh, mechanism that we communicate with other scholars, right? So it's really uh, a way to shape our thinking and also shape uh, sort of the area and the progress we can actually push our science forward. But of course, publishing research is never that easy, is it? Sure, it may look easy just from the pages upon pages of listed publications on our MIT site, but even with her name on all those articles and documents and research results, that doesn't mean she can wipe her hands clean and move on. In fact, to Professor Xiao Horn, publishing is just one step in the process of educating and learning. I don't consider a publication a perfect work, right? Um, I always consider publication is a thought, based on limited data, and uh, it reviews through a window that we can create to see the natural world, right? So it's not a piece of work that uh, um, with certainty or perfection, but rather than it is enhances our understanding of the natural or the physical world. If we use rigorous method and uh, rational uh, deduction of the facts, and uh, that's how we think about this problem. That's how we 
communicate with uh, our peers, and I always find it really exciting to to then discuss with peers, and because even for the same set of uh, uh, observations, people can have very different. Uh, uh, interpretations because we interpret the uh, observations based on different sets of assumptions. So then uh, publication is a way to lay everything out very clearly. So there's an understanding that just because research has been published, that doesn't mean it's some kind of final answer to a question. And Professor Horn takes comfort in this, this sort of ever-changing landscape of knowledge and information. I'm such an imperfect person, so I think it's always uh, that for me, from the very beginning. So uh, I'm always very comfortable with publishing, and uh, in fact, it's quite exciting to, to share the thoughts, right? Because then you can actually can lay the assumptions out, and you can actually uh, discuss with others. And uh, if you have something that's really incorrect, and people can clearly uh, point that out. And that's how we make progress forward. And this is where Professor Shaohorn's publishing experience comes into play. She's now pretty familiar with how to construct your thoughts and words on paper so that whatever you're trying to communicate is clear enough for your audience to interpret. Fortunately for her students, this has become part of her curriculum. Yeah, so this is something I work uh, extensively with my students. And I find uh, most of them actually, uh, you know, very hard workers, and they are also very good writers, right? And uh, I think maybe what I find challenging for graduate students is that how to put the different pieces together so that you can tell uh, a very sort of systematic and rational um, way of interpreting the observations and how to prioritize uh, some of the key observations and some are maybe secondary observations and maybe some are key conclusions. This is with more of the certainty and some of the secondary conclusions um, that uh, how to uh, present the results and the thought in a systematic way so that the key points, the most important main points, will come through uh, where, uh, in addition to other, maybe secondary, um, in, in, sense, in some essence, uh, that less important uh, points. Right? So how to make that very clearly, and how to make the assumptions in support that thought uh, very clearly as well. And of course, like everything we hope to become proficient in, it doesn't happen overnight. I think over time, uh, we become better writers and uh, we communicate better, right? And uh, so the, essentially, I think uh, publishing to be able to have a, um, uh, a simple story that you can tell, um, yeah, I think is a very effective way to communicate. One of the biggest aspects of communication is the engagement in discussion and ideas with other people, whether they're peers, friends, or family. A lot of the time, that exchange and interaction is a more immediate form of communication. But when it comes to publishing as the mode of communication, the transfer of concepts and research is a more drawn-out process. Still, as Professor Shaohorn pointed out, 
That allows you the time to focus on how you're disseminating the work in writing, so your audience will come away with a clear, concise understanding. Then, once you've published your research, you've engaged your peers and fostered communication. And in doing so, you receive feedback and are then able to gain more knowledge and insight into your work as it evolves and grows. So publishing is not the finality of something, but more a step along the path of growth through communication. Thanks for listening to the Great Communicators podcast, brought to you by the MIT Office of Graduate Education. My name is Adam Greenfield, and feel free to talk amongst yourselves. This podcast was written and produced by Adam Greenfield. The executive producer of this podcast is Patrick Urich. The Great Communicators Podcast. The Great Communicators Podcast, Brad Comics Live, Brad Comics The Game, and the Technically Speaking Comic Book Series are part of a professional development initiative called GradX. GradX is made possible by GradX is made possible by the Office of Graduate Education at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. To find out more about GradX as well as get access to other episodes of the Great Communicators Podcast, go to GradX. Go to gradx.mit.edu. For more information and links on the music used in this episode, please see the show notes.